Welcome to the Lose Weight, Live Life podcast. If you're a female professional or entrepreneur who would do anything to lose weight, yet finds it impossible to stick to a diet, to eat less, or just what you think you should, this podcast is for you. I am your host, Certified Life and Weight Coach, Claire McKenzie. Listen in to learn how to stop overeating, lose weight for the last time, and create a relationship with food and yourself that you love all without diet deprivation and self-sabotage. Hi there, everyone, and a very warm welcome to episode number 42. So on the podcast today, I'm doing something slightly different, and that is sharing my response to a question asked by a member of the Lose Weight Live Life Academy on a group coaching and Q&A call. In case you don't know, the Lose Weight Live Life Academy is my monthly membership program where you have access to lots of weight loss resources and videos and worksheets, as well as twice weekly coaching calls to help and support you on your journey of creating a relationship with food, yourself and your life that you love so that you can lose your weight for the last time. And before I dive in and share my response to this question, which was about my own weight loss journey, I want to invite you to attend the next free online class that I'm hosting. This class takes place on Thursday, the 27th of May at 7pm British Summertime. The class is all about finding food freedom and taking control of your eating. And I would love you to register to attend if you would like to learn more about how to lose weight without diet deprivation and battling with your willpower. One of the reasons diets don't work is because of the internal battle they create within us. And after years of losing and regaining weight through dieting, I learned how to lose weight for the last time by figuring out how to think, feel and eat so that I could create a relationship with food that I loved and peacefully lose and then manage my weight. And I really want that for you too, because I know the inner frustration and sometimes self-loathing that can come with repeatedly failing at dieting and seeing the numbers on the scales go back up. So I would love you to attend and you can register at www.thebestyou.coach forward slash masterclass. Okay, and so here's my response to a member's question about my weight loss journey. I'm going to address a couple of questions that were raised. So the first question was asked by Juliet. Juliet says, what do I think were the main challenges, changes or mindset differences that broke the cycle of binging and dieting and led me to maintain a healthy mental, physical and emotional life? Okay. So first of all, I would say that my healthy mental, physical and emotional life is always going to be work in progress. So absolutely there are, and I'll talk to a lot of things that have changed, but I, I believe that this is a journey, always opportunities for improving, for self-discovery, for self-awareness. So my journey, so to speak, is ongoing and it always will be. And that's fine because I enjoy the journey. And that's something that I really encourage you to look at. If you're not enjoying your journey, then I really encourage you to reach out and ask for help and think about how you can make your journey more enjoyable for you. Totally appreciate you're here because you want to lose weight or you want to be healthier, you want to fit in different clothes size. You, there is, you probably do have an end destination in mind. But when we focus only on that end destination and not on embracing not on em in embracing the journey, then the changes that you make are less likely to be permanent changes for life. So I was sort of thinking, just sort of jotting down a few thoughts about what changed for me. And of course, it's in lots of different, lots of different things, really. So one of the first changes, one of the differences, I think, between sort of like being on 
what you know the weight loss journey that led to me doing this work that led to me losing my weight for the last time that was really focused on a whole mindset attitude healthy eating shift perspective rather than the diets that I'd done previously is that I first of all I forgave myself for not having figured it out this was a really really important step for me I felt so much shame around the fact not only that I was the weight that I was, but shame around the fact that I hadn't been able to solve this for myself, shame around the fact that I had lost weight and then regained it, even though I truly believed, like, you know, the couple of times that I lost a lot of weight, I really believed that I would be the last time and I wouldn't regain it. And then when I did regain it, I found it, you know, frustrating, disheartening, really, really did not like myself for that. And I had, there's a lot of negative emotion, lot of so much shame around for me in terms of what I had for my weight and what I did and I don't even you know sort of it's just it's not even that I was able to say okay steps one two three and release that shame and let go of it and accept yourself and sort of like this sort of idea of meeting yourself where you are at but it was that sort of shift in rather than having this tense frustrated energy for myself in terms of just being like it's okay you know just like you're doing the best that you can have your own back you'll figure this out one step at a time so it's going it's that shift in energy from being sort of tense frustrated feeling like you know you're pushing against that brick wall and it just won't shift to sort of being able to step back and relax and think look we're just we're going to figure this out one step at a time and that for me was one of the most I guess you know profound notable changes noticeable differences was being able to step into that space and some of the work that enabled me to do that is the life coaching tools that I share with you. This understanding of what how our brains work, how our minds work, how the fact that we fit, you know, what emotions are and how we feel them in our bodies, because I didn't know any of this before that. What also helped me forgive myself was really understanding how we are wired as humans, what our primal brains do, that what I sort of talk about in terms of the fact that you are programmed to eat to survive. Your primal brain thinks it's doing you good things by encouraging you and motivating you to eat. And when you sort of layer that with everything that's happened in the food manufacturing industry and the diet industry over the years and over the last 30 decades, 30 years, three decades, you know, that enabled me rather than just thinking as I did that I was like weak willed, so undisciplined, all of those, you know, things that I thought about myself, I allowed myself to use that as evidence that it was okay, that it was that I hadn't figured this out yet. And that enabled me to create some bandwidth some mental capacity to have my own back and move forward with figuring it out for myself. So that was definitely a part of it, that real sort of mindset shift in terms of forgiving myself and trusting myself and creating space. Another mindset shift for me was about this, what I talk about not being in a rush. So my weight loss journey was very, was very up and down. You know, some, I looked at my weight loss rather than looking at my weight loss, maybe as I had done previously in terms of how much weight I lost each day, you know, maybe each week, but each day and each week, I looked at my weight loss by month. So I looked at like, you know, I lost, might lose, you know, some months I might only have lost two pounds, some months I might have lost nine pounds, probably most months it was looking to around about the three or four pound work but I measured myself pretty much every day actually I encourage you to weigh yourself frequently we'll talk more about that because that's another question in a moment so I measured myself a lot but I looked I evaluated my weight loss basically you know month by month I looked at how my, how, what was happening on over a month monthly, monthly basis and most months I think there might be one month where I didn't lose weight but most most months I lost weight but it it varied considerably and there would be have been some months there would be some weeks where I gained weight lots of weeks where I gained weight and I often talk about as well I would tend to lose more weight during 
during the week, Monday to Friday, gain a little back over the weekend, lose more, gain a little, lose more, gain a little. And that was all okay. So the three sort of like what I'm calling like big mindset things happening. Another really fundamental thing that happened for me um, that was nothing to do with losing weight. And I, I do peer coaching with a friend and I was telling her this story last week. Um, and, and it really reminded me, actually, it was quite a pivotal point um, in my journey and it was not connected. Actually, I think it probably was connected. So what happened that the year that I was sort of losing weight is that, and I don't, know if I told, I don't think I've told this story before, Anyway, we live in the countryside and it's totally unrelated. We live in the countryside. I'm going to talk about this on the podcast this week as well, actually seeing a bit of a preview. We live in the countryside and the farmer decided that he wanted to put a bio waste lagoon about 100 metres from our house, which is sort of like just over the hedge. And it would be the size of something like seven or eight Olympic swimming pools. And this would be waste material that would be open. It wouldn't be covered and it would be left to rot and it would smell really bad. And in order to get this material from the waste factory, they would come across our driveway over which he had a right of way in like 30 tonne articulated tanker type lorries. And so as you can imagine, we didn't want this to happen. Obviously, we're very happy for farmers to put this material you know, on their fields. But if he was going to have such a facility, we would have preferred him to have it by his house, which is a couple of miles away and not right next to ours. And so that summer, um, I spent, I think it was about three or four months, maybe even five months, um, fighting this, um, this planning application that had gone in for this bio waste lagoon because um, obviously we didn't want it to happen. Um, but what it it was something that I really enjoyed doing. I knew nothing about bio waste. I knew nothing about environmental things. I knew nothing about planning permission. But what I did is I it gave me an opportunity to really focus on something new and entirely different and learn lots of new things. And it was something that I was passionate about. And what I realized is that I hadn't felt that way about something for years and decades, maybe. Obviously, I'm, you know, my children at that time were younger teenagers. Um, I've always been working full time, but I'd never really sort of felt that passionate about something that determined that I was going to do whatever it takes to really do the best of my ability to see this thing through in terms of what happened. Um, And what that showed me is that I, you know, there's an opportunity really to get more from life than what I was. And that's actually what led me to look for a life coaching podcast. So I was working on my weight loss at the same time. And then I looked, I think it was the September after the summer where I'd been fighting this, it was still going through. And my daughter started a new school. I was going to be spending a lot of time in the car driving her to and from school. I'd realized I got this sort of, um, they would call it like a bit of an awakening that you know, there's had an opportunity to be so much more passionate about something else in my life. And so I looked for this life coaching podcast and that led me to find these tools. What I'm really saying here is what this this is all about is focusing on making your life great. When you when life is, you know, it's about eating to live, not living to eat. I was normally get it the wrong way around. When I talk about this idea, you know, food used to be the highlight of my day. Food used to be, you know, dinner time was the time where I got to relax, I got to chill out. It was probably my most enjoyable time of my day. Now that's not because my day was particularly bad. It wasn't particularly hard. It was just, you know, quite, I wasn't living it intentionally. And so a part of what made the difference for me was having Food be much less of an emphasis, have much less importance in my life by looking for other things that gave me that gave me something that I wanted. Um, and what I 
sort of discovered in terms of these tools that I found, the life coaching and the mindset tools and understanding that was everything was going on for me and my body and the hormones and becoming fat adapted. Of course, that became something else that I started to feel passionate about. And so that in and of itself is a part of my story of what made the difference for me. And what I now know is that when we are learning things, when we're learning new things, we do get some of those sort of feel good, like dopamine that we get from food, the neurotransmitters in our brain. We like learning. We like feeling sense of achievement, of satisfaction. And so some of the neurotransmitter chemicals, the feel good chemicals that I was getting from food, I was able to start getting by creating it from other areas of my life. And then, of course, we get to all of the food related changes. So then having learned about, um, you know, a lot of how a lot of the sort of the diet, the scientific research that went into the diets that had gone on for sort of the years and the decades previously were outdated and incorrect information, and then learning what was that helped me create different thoughts about food. So I started to really understand that even though I liked pasta and I really liked bread, I knew, I I think I always knew that they probably didn't suit my body. I knew they made me feel tired and sluggish, but I rather, I think I thought that that was just me. So I didn't think that the solution was not to have those foods. I think I thought the solution was to sort of get on with it and stop being lazy after it's probably what I told myself that, you know, when I felt like crashing out after dinner and didn't have any energy to do anything else, I probably told myself I was lazy rather than understanding that that was how my body was responding to those foods because of the impact that it was having on my hormones. So when I was able to understand that, I changed my thinking about those foods. So whereas I used to see pasta and you may have heard me say this before I was used to see pasta as something that I loved so I love pasta sauces it was convenient the kids loved pasta pasta was you know such a quick meal um you know I thought it was a reasonably healthy meal I think we lived off pasta for part of the children's life probably almost every night you know I was sort of buying the ready-made pasta you know the fresh pasta in the shops it would only like take four or five minutes to cook throw in a pot of fresh sauce, have some broccoli with it, you know, the the vegetables trying to be more healthy. And I did probably think that was a healthy-ish meal. It was quick. It was easy. Everybody enjoyed it. Um, And now we never, ever have pasta. I think we've probably had pasta even with the kids once or twice um, in the last year. And I don't think I even had it when they had it. And I think even my husband now regrets having it. It's just like, it's just not worth it. Let's not bother. Similarly with bread. Um, again, I was very aware of, you know, bread does give me indigestion, indigestion, indigestion. Bread gives me indigestion, but I still ate it. Whereas now I've changed how I think about bread and think it's just not worth it. Um, and other foods as well, being very conscious about, you know, the fact that I used to eat the children's biscuits in the snack drawer, those little like Maryland cookie bags. They're not great. I didn't particularly enjoy them. I was just reaching for things. The And so there was a lot, as I sort of like discovered all of this around food, there were lots of mindset changes subtly cha- taking place because I kept changing my thinking about these foods and reinforcing the new thoughts and starting to believe that they were true. And this was all happening slowly over time. The thing that I think came last for me was really understanding what I talked to you about, which is allowing yourself to feel the emotion and the urge and not respond to it. So this was, so I lost, probably lost quite a good chunk of my weight before really understanding what that was about and what was going on there. By this time, I had cut all of the refined carbohydrates out of my diet. So I wasn't feeling particularly hungry. I had also changed to much smaller portions as well. That was something else I did as a part of the process. I now eat up a much smaller plate. I don't feel hungry because I'm fat adapted. Now, 
now I know what that means. I don't have breakfast because I don't particularly want breakfast and I don't feel hungry, so I don't need to. So all of these things, all of these changes slowly happened over time. The one about allowing yourself to feel the feelings and not push them away and not respond to them is probably the last change that I was sort of, you know, fell into place that clicked for me. And up until I knew that I sort of grasped that and I had it, I think I probably thought I had it and I didn't quite have it. And that's fine. And that's a part of the process. And that's very normal. I think that's what that's that's about it, really. And so thanks for listening. If you have any questions or would like to know more, please don't hesitate to reach out. And if you would like to know how you can find food freedom and take control of your eating, do register for the free masterclass taking place on Thursday the 27th of May at 7pm BST by going to thebestyou.coach forward slash masterclass. Have a great week everyone and take care. If you enjoyed listening to this podcast and are ready to live a more intentional life, lose weight as a part of that journey and create a relationship with food and yourself that you love, then I would be honoured to be your coach. There are two ways that you can work with me. You can join my monthly membership programme, My One Life Academy, that gives you self-paced learning, supported by twice-weekly live calls and a whole lot more. Or you can join the waiting list for my next six-month Lose Weight, Live Life group coaching mastermind intensive. Go to www.thebestyou.coach forward slash coaching to find out all the details.